Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention? No need to touch that dial. Just kick off your shoes and relax your feet. It's time to unwind. And what better way to end your day than an evening with Pastor G? An evening. An evening. If there's a question on your mind, he'll answer it in time. An evening with Pastor G. Thank you for joining an evening with Pastor G. Get ready to be blessed by his new series, It's In You. Whether you're in your living room, your bedroom, your kitchen, can we just pull in around your telephone, pull in around your laptop, pull in around your TV screen? Let's just talk to God. God wants to move in your life today. God wants to break yokes and set you free. Somebody needs to hear that though your sins be scarlet, God's going to wash you that you might become whiter than snow, that you might become pure as gold. And I don't care what you've gone through in your past, I, I, I prophetically declare you are not your past you everything that God has purposed you to become. Husband, wives, grab, grab each other's hand. Grab your children. Grab your, your loved ones and just pull in. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your, your spirit. We thank you for your awesomeness. God, we thank you that you've allowed us to see another day. That you've brought us here. Even if virtually, God, we thank you. Now, God, touch the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Let it be acceptable in your sight, Lord. I've studied. I've prepared myself. I've sent a fresh anointing. It's anointing that makes the difference. Have your way in this place. Do what you want to do, how you want to do it. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise now and forevermore, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He's worthy to be praised. Thank God for the spirit. Amen. That's in this place this morning. I want to call your attention to Genesis chapter 2, verses 21 through 22. Genesis chapter 2, verses 21 through 22. Allow me to read from the New King James Version. Amen. And there we find these words. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. I want to put a tag on this text and teach and preach a little while on the thought, it's in you. It's in you. God, I need somebody, before you even hear where we're going, just type on the screen, it's in you. God, it's in you. The words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart 
be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock, my refuge, and my redeemer. We pray. Amen. It's in you. This year we have set out with the goal and mindset of unearthing our creative, courageous, and confidence gene that we might come into the fulfillment of all that God has purposed for our lives. To aid us in our process of developing a winning mindset, in January we established the three-pronged importance of being creative, being courageous, and being confident. In February this month, we're focusing on being creative, and we've looked at the fact that you were created to be creative, and we looked at there's more than meets the eye, and today we're going to talk about it's in you. For the month of March, we're going to look at what it means to be courageous. And then April, we're going to look at you are a confident person. And while attempting my best to be strategic and systematic and laying out this journey, some have texts written and called to express, Pastor, I want to walk in and with a winning mindset, but how can I when I don't even know my purpose in life? We've been trying to be strategic. We've been trying to be systematic and laying out that this is the year um, that you, you go higher than you've ever gone before. And, and in all transparency, trans transparency, some have text and written and called express. Pastor, I, I want to walk in and I want to walk with the winning mindset, but, but how can I do that when, when I don't even know my purpose in life? The purpose in life is connected to that which you have passion for and are passionate about. Let me say that again. Your, 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 your purpose in life will always be connected to that which you have passion for and are passionate about. It, it's that thing that if someone does it wrong, it, it, it causes you to cringe. It causes you uh, uh, just to crumble up. Your passion is that thing you would gladly do for pay, even if sadly you were not paid for doing it. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. I said your, your, your passion is that thing you would gladly do for pay, even if sadly you were not paid doing it. I, 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 I know without a shadow of a doubt that reaching the lost and encouraging the saved through the vehicle of preaching and teaching is my purpose in life based on my passion for such. Uh, consequently, um, I, I, I preached and, and I've taught all over and I've gone places where they have covered my airfare. They've put me up in the best of hotels. They've provided ground transportation. They've covered all my meals and at the end they even have provided an honorarium. But then on the other end of the spectrum, I, I, I preached and I've taught and at the end they, the, the, the pastor or the deacon simply gave me a handshake and said, um, um, you've blessed us. And let me translate that let me translate that. Uh, um, um, after you preach and, and you teach and they come along and they, they just shake your hand and say, uh, you, you blessed us. What they're saying is, uh, now God will have to bless you otherwise. And, and yet I rejoice at the opportunity to pour out of me that which was deposited within. And that's what I want to share this morning. That which is going to give meaning to your life, I suggest it's 
in you, God. I, I need somebody to type on your screen, it's in me. Come, come, come with me to the text. Come with me to the text. In, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, uh, that while man has a heavenly relationship with God, uh, it's not good that he should live his earthly life in isolation or quarantine. God, it's right here in the text. In Genesis chapter 2, 18, we read uh, that while man has a heavenly relationship with God, uh, it's not good that he should live his earthly life in isolation. Can I suggest that one of the most tragic reminders of COVID-19 is that man was not created to be alone. And so consequently, the tragedy of seeing loved ones go to the hospital and sometimes you're never able to see them come home or afterwards. It brings about a, a, a sense of isolation. Parents having to quarantine from their children initially, it starts out feeling like a vacation, but soon you realize it's isolation. Pastors in pew having gone a year plus in some cases without fellowship reminds us that God did not create us to be in isolation. Thank God for our heavenly relationship, but God desires us to also enter horizontal relationship with one another. Don't, don't miss this. Don't miss this. You ought to thank God for your heavenly relationship, but God also created us uh, that we might enter and engage in a horizontal relationship with one another. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, 18 says, uh, it is not good that man should be alone. Uh, listen, don't miss this. This is God speaking. It says, I will. God, you want to just shout right there. Uh, 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 it says, it's not good that man should be alone. Uh, I will, God, make him a helper comparable or compatible to him. Uh, don't, don't, don't miss this. God says, uh, this is what I'm going to do. I, 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 I'm getting ready to move on your behalf. I, I, I'm going to find someone uh, who's comparable and compatible to him. But, but then an amazing thing happens in the text. God has Adam to parade before him all of the beasts and animals of the field. God, don't you miss this. Don't you miss this. Uh, he says that it's not good uh, that man would be alone. Uh, and he says, uh, I, I'm going to find him uh, someone who's compatible or comparable to him. Uh, but, but then the amazing thing happens uh, um, that, that God then has Adam uh, parade before him uh, all of the beasts and all of the animals of the field. Uh, the because of Genesis chapter 2 and verse 20 states, but for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable or compatible to him. Don't you miss this? It's not good that man would be alone. I will find somebody comparable and compatible for him. But then what happens is God allows Adam to parade before him all of the beasts and animals of the field. Every now and then, you should thank God for all the beasts and animals uh, that while good in and of themselves, uh, he let pass by you uh, as a way of showing uh, they were not suitors uh, or suitable.
suitable for you, God. Somebody, you miss your shout up. You miss your shout up. God said, I let the beast, I let the animals who were good in and of themselves pass by you. So you might recognize what's not suitable to you, but you might understand what is compatible or comparable to you. God, somebody, you need to marinate on that. Can I just camp out right here? That's why the last relationship didn't work out. That's why I didn't end up at the altar. Because God had to let the beast and the animals pass by you and say they may look good. But oh God, can I help somebody this morning and tell you there's a reason you've had to go through certain things in life. And so, allowing Adam to see that there was nothing outside of him that could complement him, God laid Adam down in green pastures, opened Adam up and pulled out of him what was in him to bring about fulfillment. God, uh, sermon priestess thing, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, I, I, I said, uh, God, having made Adam to realize that there's nothing outside of you uh, that's compatible or comparable to you, uh, lays him down in green pastures, uh, opens him up, uh, and then pulls out of him uh, what was in him uh, to bring about fulfillment. Fulfillment. Uh, it's right here in the text. Uh, verse 21 says, uh, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, uh, and he slept. Uh, and he took one of his ribs uh, and closed up the flesh in its place. Uh, Adam would discover uh, what he needed was inside of him. God, uh, I'm going to help somebody this morning. I'm, I'm trying to tell you uh, what you need to succeed uh, is inside of you, God. Um, somebody better type that on the screen uh, and say, what I need to succeed uh, is inside of me. Uh, it just has to be discovered. Uh, no wonder then Genesis uh, chapter 127 states, uh, so God created man in his own image. Uh, in the image of God, uh, he created him, here it is, uh, male and female, uh, he created them. Uh, Adam, what you need, uh, I've already placed on the inside of you. God, I'm going to have somebody shop this morning. God says what you need to go ahead, what you need to get to the next level, what you need to overcome the storm, I'm declaring prophetically it's already inside of you. God, God in his creative ingenuity created man with eyes to see ears to hear, nose to smell, mouth to declare, hands to produce, legs to walk into our destiny, organs and other necessities uh, that we might have everything we need within us. When Adam could not find a suitable mate, watch this, God goes within Adam to pull out one rib of the 12 set of ribs containing red bone marrow which is where new blood cells white blood cells and platelets are made to create Eve. In other words, that was the first stem cell procedure. God used a bone that not only had the ability to repair 
repair itself, uh, but could regenerate itself. Uh, in other words, a reminder uh, that what you need is already within you, uh, and it won't hurt to pull it out of you. God, uh, I'm going to help somebody. Uh, I said what you need uh, is already on the inside of you, uh, and it will not kill you. Uh, it will not hurt you. Uh, it will not destroy you uh, to have it pulled out of you uh, so you can be the best you uh, that God created. Uh, I've come to tell somebody uh, your purpose uh, is in you. Uh, your potential is in you. Uh, your product is in you. you. You just need God to help you discover it. Thank you for joining tonight's podcast episode of An Evening with Pastor G. Tune in next week, same time, same station, for the conclusion of tonight's message, It's In You. And always remember to keep walking by faith.